0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Design Rant. Design Rant is a platform brought to you by designers at Forest Interactive. Ever wanted to know what UX design is and how to implement it properly? How to ask users questions and how to ask the right questions? And everything and everything regarding product design. This podcast is for you. For this episode, we'll be talking about state management, which is a key component of communication between the UI UX designers and the developers. Our presenter is UI UX designer, AJ Kunakasaran, and he will be bringing this talk to you. Now, please enjoy. Okay. So uh, welcome everyone to our first knowledge sharing session by UI UX team. So the topic we covered today is uh, state management. And these are the topics which we'll cover today. i just just uh, uh, shortly go through what we want to cover today. The first is introduction, like what does the state means in a UI design? And then the second is what are the types of UI states available? Uh, these are the main five states of any UI, which is the ideal, empty, loading, error, and then success. So when it comes to element, it has its own state also. Uh, so what, what do I mean by element? So uh, text field, button, checkbox, and those are what we call as elements. So each element have its own uh, different type of state, but these are the major state, which is very important for any UI design. Uh, it's not, uh, I didn't cover every single state of an element, uh, but these are the major ones. For example, if you take a, a toggle button, on is a state and off is a state also for a toggle button. Uh, so that's an example. And then the next one I will cover is the state management. So uh, after we look into all the states available, now we need to see how we form a relationship between all the states, which is very important when we pass the, uh, the UI to the developer's lab. So And then the last one is a references. So if you guys want to know uh, more details about all the things I was talking, you can just go into the references also. And then the first one, what is a state? A state is a visual representation of an element or a UI that that tells people what's the current form is, it? like how how do they interact with that state. So this is what a state means. That there are many different state. So the first one which I want to cover is what we call as an idle state. So what we mean by idle state is uh, when you go into an app. And if all the content is loaded properly in an app, it's called what we call as an idle state. An idle scenario when everything is working and all the content is loaded and it look, and looks perfectly in the screen. This is what we call an idle screen. So, so take example, let's say we go into a Lazada app. After like a few seconds, you can see all the products are loaded and what we call that's an idle state. And next is an empty state. So what is an empty state? Um, so I go with an example. I take a transaction page as an example. When you go to a transaction page for the first time of any application, it will be empty, right? Because you have done, you have not done any transactions. So what we that what we call as an empty state, which means uh, the app is working, the UI is loaded. it's just is just that there's no data to be loaded in the screen. That is what we call as an empty state. Uh, So how do we improve on it? So when a user lands to an empty page, we as a designer has to show some kind of illustration to let people know, oh, by the way, this page is empty. If not, people might think that the page is an error or still loading or stuff. So our point, we should show an illustration. And then the next thing we need to concentrate in that is that show a tutorial or a guide to tell them that how how do they add data into it. If it's a transaction page, tell them that they need. need uh, they need to add an uh, order for them to appear uh, a transaction here, basically, and then maybe an action button also so that they can do an action very quickly from here rather than for them to think. And then the next is the loading state. A loading says basically when the app is requesting some data from the server. It will show some loading screen. So for example, uh, in an app, when you try to register into an app, you put all your details in the form. And when you try to register, the app has to load to the server. The app has to send all those data to the server and try to validate it. So during that process, it has to load. We need to show a loading animation so that the people know that something is happening, like we are working on something. So how do we improve on that? Uh, if the loading takes a lesser time, we can show any uh, any spinner or something. But if uh, if a loading takes a lot of time, it's better we show a progress bar uh, so that people know that oh we have to wait for this many seconds for it to complete. Uh, because people have less patience. And then the next one is with what we call as an error state. Uh, error state is what we call when a system encounters an error, it can be a network or a server error, or it can be a user error also. Uh, So for example, the same registration, for example, let's say uh, you click submit and it's loading into the server, but the server might be down, so you see an error screen like this. Or in another scenario, you, your internet won't be connected. So we have an internet problem. And then we have to show an error screen. Or in another scenario, the user could have typed in some wrong data where when we validated, we could have found, oh, there's an error. So we show an error screen also. So these are the few scenarios. And then how do we improve from it? First of all, we need to let people know what kind of error is it. If it's an internet problem, then they, the user knows, OK, they need to Uh, switch on and switch back the internet to see whether if it's working or if it's a server error we have an action button saying that oh please try again we have we have a network error or if it's a user error let people know that this is the error you have done please rectify it we need a form of rectification So we need an action button and then the last state for UI for user interface is the success rate so, this is the opposite of the error state. So, the same registration as example, if everything goes well and the server accepted the data and there's no user problem also, then the app has to show to the user a success state. The reason why we need to show the success state is that the, peop- the user will know that whatever they have done has been validated and it's been working. So, we have to let the people know that because a task has been successfully completed. We need to let the people know. So some of the example is one I said like a registration or another example is if they subscribe to a newsletter and you can see a success page like this and how do I improve from it uh, if let's say if a registration as an example as soon as they see a success page uh, not only the it's been successful. We need to let people know what is the next set of actions which they need to take. Do they have to go to the home page or whatever it is. We need to let people know what's the next step action is. And so we go and and then we need to uh, show the action button also in the success state. And then uh, now I'll talk about all the different types of uh, states where an element can have. The first one is a default state. A default state like the name say is a very normal a default state of a of an element of a button where everything loaded correctly. That's the default state level and nothing happened. The next is the hover state, and uh, this one is very specific for web, not for mobile. So, when hover state is when we move a cursor and onto uh, any element, it will change uh, to a different state. Level. Like you can see as an example, when you uh, hover on one menu item, you can see there's a uh, it's been highlighted. So people know oh, we can click on it. So this is what we call as an, uh, how a state. The next is a focused. Uh, this mainly we can refer to any text field. Uh, for example, uh, when it comes to text field, when you click on it, the text wall will be highlighted. So that we are letting people know that, yeah, you can continue editing uh, from now on. And they know that they have done an action and the system has responded. And the next one is with what we call as a disable button. Uh, so disable button is basically a disabled state is a state where we will uh, show the element but in a grayed out and a grayscale format that the user uh, cannot do any action on it. So a few example scenarios is that uh, one being like if there's any premium feature where you want people to Upgrade or something, then you can make the button disabled or the element disabled, so they cannot click on it. The reason why we want to show the button and also disable is that that we need to let people know that this feature is available. Is that they need to perform certain action or they are not ready until then for them to perform the action. And that's why we these are the scenario we use the disable function. Or in another status, uh, in a common scenario is that when you are filling up a form in any uh, app or a website. Uh, if you don't complete the form the the submit button will always be disabled because you haven't completed the steps law uh, so uh, in in, in, uh, in order to improve that is that in some scenario we need to let people know why it has been disabled so when the peop- when a person clicks on the disable button or they when they try to hover on it we need to uh, show a toll tip or a pop-up saying hey by the way this feature is unlocked because of this reason or you have to complete the form before you click this button. And then the next element state is what we call as a loading state. Uh, not only the UI, even the element can have a loading state also. Uh, so it's just letting people know that yeah, whatever action they have done is being uh, validated by the server. We are sending that, those information to the server to process it. Uh, so a few example scenarios you know, that uh, when you try to save a page, that might uh, that button might be loading to say that hey, but we are saving this page. Or oh, uh, another best scenario is that in, in a form when you try to fill up a form, and then there's uh, uh, an option to upload a file, can be an image or a file. There can be a button there that saying that it has been loaded. So we are saying that only that segment is loading because we are we are uh, we are saving the file to the server. So if it's a success, then the button will be normal. Until uh, it's successful, it will keep on loading in the button so people know so something is happening. Uh, so, the improvement is that uh, we need to have that loading, any type of this kind of a spinner or any kind of a loading inside the button to let people know it is loading. If we don't show, then the people might be thinking that the, the app is not working that the app, app is not responding. And the next one is the error state. Uh, <coughs> This is a state will happen when a user comes into an error, or it can be a network, or, or it can be most of them. It could be a user. Error. Uh, so, for example, these are the some of the example. If it's a text field, uh, let's say for a, a email text field, if they don't input the at or dot com into that, it will validate and say, by the way, uh, it's an error. Or they need to key in a different data into it, right? Uh, so, these are the some of the error state. But uh, the way we improve is that the text we show below the the error state, which has to be very clear, and it has to let people know first of all there's an error, and second of all, how do they rectify from it? So, if you take a password field as an example, and if you want, uh, if you want the uh, password to have the upper case and lower case and numbers in the password, and if you are not letting them to go through, you show an error, but but you let the people know that they have to. Uh, these are the scenarios they have to. Uh, cover coverla before they can submit the field. Now we go to the state management. Now we have seen all the states of an UI and all the states of an element. So what is a state management? now we are what we are trying to do is is finding a relationship between all the uh, the uh, all the UI states. Uh, all the UI states so that the developers can understand better. For example, so because now uh, for the same logging page, we will have five UI states for the same logging page in order to create a relationship between them. That's why we need a state management. So, this is example state management. Uh, a state management is basically a table which has three columns and have a bunch of data into it, which i show an example further. Uh, so, um, so the first one, uh, the first column will be the from state. The from state is the beginning state where we where we list on uh, the the state that the system starts. And the input is the action taken by the app, or the process is taken by the server or something. So it can be an action, or it can be a process that is happening. And the two state is what trigger uh, is the state that it. Uh, it is the final state of whatever action it has been taken basically uh, by the corresponding input so whatever action this is happening this is the state of the final input i show an example which you can understand better more than this i'll open the figma file so then i can understand better you cannot see here okay. First of all, let us take a simple example, which is a login uh, UI. So this, everything here is a login UI lab basically. Now we are trying to create a state management of the login. So let me uh, show you how the relationship between them. Then we can move into uh, the tabular, which will be easier to understand. So this is the first page. As soon as when you go into an app and click the login button, this is the first screen you will see. So in our language, we call this as an idle state. This is a state where the the user logs in, uh, comes into the page without doing any action. So for example, after user key in all the inputs and uh, and when they click the login button, then it has to load. So this is what we call as a loading state. Now it has to load to the server. Few scenarios can happen during this loading time, one, It can be a a server or a network error while loading. So, we will show an error state saying, that hey, by the way, something went wrong. You want to try again. If you try again, of course, it, it will load again, right? This is one scenario. Another type of error is it can be a user error. So, when we are trying to validate during the loading, we'll find, oh, by the way, there's a user error. So, during the user error, we will send them back to the same page by highlighting the... The text field element, so we update the text field element to an error uh, state, which you can see here. So this is a normal uh, type state law of the text field and this is the error state and then so that let people understand. Oh, by the way, there's an error. They need to try again for them to be successful. But if everything goes well during the success they then go to the home page. So this is the, the, the simplest state management. So this one is from a UI perspective, but when we are uh, trying to give to the developers, it has to be in the table format. That's why we need to do the state management. So whatever I said now is here, but in a table way. Same thing, the login idle will be the first state, and then people input the data, that's the action, right? So that's the input, that's the action. From here, what will happen? It will go to the loading state, is what you see here. From the loading, It can be a success, right? So if it's a success, it goes to a home page because everything is went well. From the loading, it can be a user error. So from the loading, if a user keyed in a wrong data or the same data or something, then we show the user error. From the same loading, it can be a network error also, right? If it's a network error, we show this screen. From the user error, they have to key in the right data and then they have to submit again, which again goes to the uh, loading rate. So that's why. And then the last one, if it's a network error, they have to click the try again button so that the uh, the app will load again to the server and see whether if you can uh, connect and then validate successfully. So this is a, a very, very basic state management for logging. So uh, when it comes to state management, we need to do for each and every single page. So uh, this is a state management for login page. Now we move on to something is a bit uh, uh, more complicated than that, so that you can understand uh, how it all works and how all the UI uh, goes well with each other. uh, Take the transaction history as an example. Uh, As soon as people click on the transaction history button, This is the page they they come into first law. So as soon as they click on the button, it will load first. It will try to load for all the data. But when it comes to transaction, it's a bit complicated, a bit different than what we saw in the login uh, UI. So I can tell you why, which is. So this will be a loading state. When it comes to uh, success state, there can be three different variations also everything here is considered a success but there's three different variation that will happen which i explained now one thing is let's say if you are a new user trying to load the transaction history it will have an empty state because there's nothing inside here because you haven't done any transaction it's technically a success because there's no problem we are still can receive data from the server it's just that we don't have any server data in the server now. So that's why we are showing an empty uh, element state here. And another thing is uh, you have data. So we are showing a data here, but the data is very less like maybe one few. So that is very easy to view here. There, be, there could be another scenario where we load data, but the data could be a lot la. If take two or three as an example, it's very easy to put in a UI, but take hundreds of data as an example. Now we need to, there are different ways of handling that. Take uh, this as an example. Let's say we have hundreds of uh, transaction history. Uh, one way of doing it is that we load like too few in the screen, how, mo- how much ever we can fit in the screen, and then we can put a load more. So when the people click, it will load another five or six again, and you click load more, and then it will load again. That's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it, which you could have seen in Facebook or if, uh, anything, is that uh, we have infinite scroll. But the way infinite scroll works is that whatever you see in the UI is the one is loaded first. As soon as you keep on scrolling, then it will automatically load to another five, another five, and another five. That's how it works. But we need to tell to the developers what kind of way we want to move forward. But all these are considered success states because these are getting fetched from the server successfully. There's no problem. And in another scenario, the same thing. in in case of this the transaction history for some application or we can take a wallet goes an example we have a login user and a guest user so for login user they might have a data or they might not have a data so this is very clear but what if there's a guest user so it will load first in the transaction history but and then but we are letting people know. by the way they have to uh, sign in or sign up in order to uh, view any transaction or they have to make some transaction law. So this is also a success state. But the thing is, it's different for a guest user versus it's different for a login user law. So all these are considered success state because it's loading from the server successfully. And then the next one, if things goes back, we show an error state. So like I say, it can be a network error or it can be a, a user error also. We show the error correctly. So if they click try again, it goes back to the login. So this is the flow for transaction, history, state management Now for the developers, we need to put that into a table where they can understand that what action or what process happening that triggers one state to the other. So this is the table. So whatever I explained is just basically the table now. So the first one is the transaction loading, which you saw here. If there's a login user and if it's empty it will show this page is what you can see here if the same log uh, if the same loading but it has less data it will show here if it's the same loading if it has more data to show here is what you can see here from the same loading if it's a, a guest user we need to show this you want is what you can see here and then from the same loading, if it's an uh, error, if it comes to an error, it can be a server or user error, then we show an error page, which is this. From the error page, they can click try again, which goes to the loading again, which you can see. And then the from the guest, they can click uh, login or register button, which goes to the landing page where they can uh, sign in or sign up. So this is a a bit a complicated flow for state management, and this is like a a bit easier version for state management. And then that's all. That's the last part of it. And then uh, later I give you guys the the presentation file. You can refer to all the references which I talk about now. Basically, and uh, thank you. That's all. If you guys have any question, you can let me know. I can answer.